Lock Talk Radio. Welcome to the Hypersoft Happy Half Hour with your quarantine dream team, Zigzag and Rufus. Put on your captain's hat because we're going to help you navigate these uncharted territories that are the quarantine. We're going to catch you up on the day's events. We're going to talk politics. We're going to talk whatever comes to mind. So grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hypersloth Happy Half Hour. Ow, ow, ow. Ow, ow, ow. Welcome to the show. This is the Double Z saying hello, hello. And that's the big man on the other end of the mic right there. His name is Rufus. What's up? Gee, wow, way to really get into it, Rufus. Guy tries to bring a little something extra to the show, and there, then there's Rufus. Yeah, I've been meaning to talk to you about your something extra. Oh, um, please do. Do tell. I've gotten, I've gotten some emails about the something extra, and maybe I'll pull back the throttle. Okay, I'll save it for my other show. <laughs> okay, you do that. What do you got your coat on for? Is it cold down there in Texas, is it? It's Texas cold, so it's like, you know, highs in the 40s. You got your heater cranked up? Oh, no. That's why I've worn a coat. Does the heater, heater. The heater works, though, correct? You didn't buy a new house with a bunk heater, I hope. No, it works too fucking good. And I found that out when I woke up at like 2 o'clock this morning sweating bullets. Yeah, you're used to maybe a little bit of an older heater in your old... Did you sell your other house? It's on the market. Uh, not sold yet. But uh, the heater there was good, too, and it's good here. But you know how wives are. They're cold no matter what. So she cranks the fucking heater before bed. Maybe she just wants to see you waltzing around in your underpants only. Then she's a sick person because nobody should want to see that. I would agree with that. Not that I ever saw it, but I'm pretty sure I don't want to. I'll send you a full body photo. So what did you think? Uh, your man, uh, Mitch McConnell, admitted that Trump won the election. Really? Yeah, it just took it just took Vladimir Putin Putin to admit to congratulate him first. Wow. Okay. Well, I guess it's official. I guess we weren't supposed to notice that they're taking their cues from Russia. <laughs> what? Notice what? It doesn't seem obvious to me. <laughs> so insanity, total insanity. But now your man Trump is uh, he's about to try to keep fighting it though. Uh, I almost feel sorry for him now because it's just such a, no, a stupid no battle to make. Sorry for him. Well, I'm being he's never, he obviously. has never felt empathy or pity on anyone in his whole fucking entire life. And now he's incapable. Yeah, I know. And that's, I mean, that, I would almost say I feel sorry for him for that, but fuck him. Fuck that guy. He, he's, he's, he's probably felt pity, but in a way that glorifies him like, I, that person is so not rich. I can't imagine what it be, must be like to not be rich like me. Well, I mean, he's really, he's not rich, though. He's just in a lot of debt, right? He thinks he's rich. Right. Right. And he also thinks he's smart. I mean, think about how easy that job would have been, dude. You could be elected president tomorrow. You've got the fucking cream of the crop to pick from to be the people that fucking help you. Yep. Right. I would be the best president ever because I would never make a fucking decision, right? I'd be like, let us defer to the experts on that, uh, you know, whatever. And, I mean, how do you fail? How do you fail at being president by thinking you fucking know everything? That's how. Amen. Amen. Especially if you're coming into it from out of fucking nowhere. He had no political skills. If I were him and I had no skills in this whole area – Exactly. I'd do exactly what you just said. I'd be like, okay, get the best fucking people. I'll stand in front of the mic 
and say whatever they want as long as they don't get a bunch of people killed, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, I mean, think about how easy that would be. And you collect your 400 grand a year, which seems like a pittance of a salary for the president, but, uh, I mean, I guess how much money do you want them to collect? How much is fair? A million dollars? I mean, I think like $5 million. Well, the whole point is it's not supposed to be a job you want. I, 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 I do get that. But I think, though, by not paying them enough, maybe you're asking for them to cut side deals and lobby and do those kinds of things. You know what I mean? Because maybe a guy that's good enough to be president could be out on the fucking hustling and bustling and making some big dough. I mean, people like Mitch McConnell end up making like $75 million over the course of their lifetime in the, I mean, only, I think as a congressperson, you get paid $170,000 a year. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you get. But it would never be enough, Zigzag, because if you raise it to $5 million, all the corporations who want to get shit done will just add that to what they would have offered anyway. It would just mean more to well, make. No, they would raise our taxes. That's what would happen, Rufus. As oh, yeah. a fiscal responsible GOP, they will not be raising taxes on the giant corporations or the rich people. Uh-uh. Just on mom and pop operations. Like yourselves, like yours. Hey, I'm happy to pay my taxes if it buys Trump a better tan. You know, I still like our idea of when, if you go back and listen to us a long time ago, our idea of that you get to decide where your fucking taxes go. Like, okay, okay, I'm paying three grand in taxes or 20 grand in taxes or who knows what it is, but I get to say I want some to go to the military, very, very little to the military, first of all. Uh, some to helping homeless people, some to education, some to PBS. I mean, there should be a whole fucking slew of things. And then they would find out, I think, what is important to the American people. You know what I mean? Because they would say, oh, this is how much they want to spend on PBS. That's why we need people who play Dungeons and Dragons running the the, uh, the taxes in, in the country. Because when you play Dungeons and Dragons, that's what you learn. You get a thousand experience points and you decide how you want to spend them on your character. Nobody yeah, does for you. Yes. Do you want to be stronger? I'll give you. I'll give myself this point. Well, I want more charisma. I'll give myself this point. Say that's how the taxes should work. You're right. And then stronger could be more military. Charisma mm-hmm. could be I don't know education. I'm not sure what charisma would be. Charisma would be uh, what do they call it? Uh, not foreign affairs, but diplomacy. Oh, there you go, diplomacy. But I mean, do you? See, I don't think people would understand that's how they spend the money on this diplomacy. But, I mean, I guess you kind of have to decide to spend your money that way. Well, you got to pay for the J- Air Force One to fly over. It's always best if you're president can meet people in person, I guess. Marine One. Marine? What's Marine One? Is that a boat? <laughs> no, that is the – you know what? That's a, that's a very good observation on your part. Why are the Marines not the Navy? I don't know. That is odd. What, Marine, I don't know. To me, it sounds like it's a nautical term, correct? Yes. Yeah. But wait, aren't or, uh, the, well, no, Navy SEALs or Navy. That was a dumb. I was going to say, weren't well, the Navy SEALs Marines? What are <laughs> the Marines called the Marines? I don't get it. I don't know. That's a very good question for the ages, probably. I think because Navy was already taken, which made no sense. But, yeah, uh, but the Navy. The Navy uh, also flies jets and airplanes. 
I think the Marines do it all, though. Maybe the Marines do it all. They probably fly planes and yeah, because wasn't Tom Cruise? He was in the Navy, actually, yeah. in Top Gun, correct? Exactly, exactly. Navy pilot. What the what the fuck? Going what on? is going on here? No wonder we're wasting all this money. We've got three different fucking armed forces, and we're fucking. You know why do we even need three uh, versions of the armed forces? Need one. Right. Just I mean, call it the military. We're buying planes for the Navy, and we're buying planes for the Air Force, and we're buying planes for the fucking Army, probably, and we're buying, yeah, planes for everybody. There probably was one at one time until the, like, the arms dealers were like, you know what? You probably need four different versions of, now we have Space Force, too, though, right? Fucking God bless Space Force, dude. What do you think they're going to do? I was going to ask you, have they done anything, or has it just been it was they, like a press release, and that's they it? They have that badge that looks exactly like the badge from Star Trek. Did you see that? Yeah, well, that's no surprise. I mean, there's no <laughs> so creative sad. design geniuses working for the government. Some guy probably using clip art, because that's how they decided to spend their money. They're like, yeah, just get some clip art and put something together, would you, Joe? It's, it's MS office. And we also have to ask you to do it this weekend, Joe, while you're getting paid $14 an hour, Joe. Sorry, dude. <laughs> they got him off a of fiver. Sad part is they probably paid fucking $30 million for the fucking thing. They did. Yeah. Then, so then whoever they hired got someone off fiver to put one together. Like, oh, I got this. Don't worry about it. Fiver. 99 Designs. I, I've seen that as like a, a business strategy that people use is like, uh, you know, agencies such as, you know, we are, will sell logo design and they'll go to Fiverr and just pay 200 bucks to get a bunch of designs and then charge the client like 20 grand. Does not surprise me one bit. One bit. That's fucking good business, Rufus. That's good it's business. smart business. Or somebody. Smart business for one guy, dumb business for another guy. Hey, that's but that's all of life, right? A good deal for somebody is usually a screw job on somebody else. When a company or a government has a shitload of fucking money to burn, they'll burn it and they don't even give a shit. So it doesn't matter. That is very true. And especially in the government when it's not like real money. You know what I mean? Or their money. Right. Right. At the end of the day, they're not looking at the fucking bank account going, man, we need a fucking uh, – stop spending so much we're getting this shit is getting expensive they're like just print more fucking money or you know yeah, raise, they good. never raise taxes on they just print more money or take it uh, from social security that's true they should just shut down social security but you know what I, I had a fucking terrible experience today at the post office not even at the post office on the phone with the post office I can't so imagine. I don't know what happened but in my office right I get a thing in my mailbox. There's two mailboxes there. One is for the upstairs apartment, and one is for the apart for the for the office. And sure. both of them have loose lists of saying we're considering these buildings vacant or this building vacant. So they're wow. gonna stop delivering my mail, which I get mail there for like five different fucking <clears throat> corporations. And I'm like, what, what the fuck is this? By someone just being lazy, I guess. I don't know. Deciding if you know. So they they leave a thing there, and you got to fill out like every person that gets mail there right or every like business that gets mail, i'm like i don't want to sit down and fill this out i'm like i'll just call the fucking office and say can't you keep delivering my mail i mean it's not vacant i'm here obviously you know i mean what if i 
got an electric bill and got my fucking electricity turned off. Or who the fuck knows what could happen when they decide to just stop sending mail? Why did they assume it's vacant to begin with? I have no idea. I really have no idea. So I call up the the place, right? And John answered. John at the Three Rivers uh, uh, post office, the dill rod that he was. So John answers with a super bad attitude already. Oh, John. Right? (laughs) Me being my usual charming self, I just got right to business. I'm like, hey, I got this thing in my mailbox. Uh, you know, I don't know why they think this building is vacant or whatever, but I get my mail. I might not get it every day, but I get it like every other day for sure. Yeah. And he's like, well, you must have put something there saying that that person doesn't live there. And I'm like, no, I never did that. And I'm like, and if I did, that wouldn't mean that this place is vacant. Right? <laughs> You're right. So he's like, well, uh, what do you want me to do? That's what he said. And I said, I... I want him to keep delivering my mail, right? <laughs> he's like, yeah, that, that would be obvious. Like, like, oh, I'll just tell him to deliver everybody's mail then. They'll just keep delivering mail to everywhere then. That's that was exactly what he said, and I was like, hey, I'm not trying to fucking be a smartass or whatever, you know what I mean? Because at this point, I'm like, now I'm not going to get my fucking mail, okay? Right, right. So he's, and I'm like, I'm not being a smartass, dude. I just want my mail delivered. I live here. I need my mail, right? And he's like, okay, your mail's going to keep coming. And I'm like, but you don't even know my address. Right? He doesn't know my address. Yes, uh, he's like, okay, what's the address? So I tell him the address, right? And he's like, okay, it's scheduled to keep coming. I'm like, well, there's an apartment upstairs, too, so it's the same address, just add a half to the number. So I'm like, okay. So he's like, okay. And I said, so my mail's going to keep coming? He's like, yep. I'm like, are you sure? And he's like, what do you mean? I said, what's my address? He's like, what was your address again? He didn't even fucking put my address down, Rufus. You should, I swear to God, you have the best customer service call stories ever. You should record every one you have. I, you know what? I want, When I got off, that was the first time ever. I'm like, I wish I fucking would have fucking recorded that call. Because that was outrageous. And here I am, the guy who's like, they need to save the post office, Rufus. Oh, no, they want to dismantle the post office, and I'm worried about it. And then John acts like a total fucking dill rod, and I'm like, fuck the post office. <laughs> you know what I you mean? Really? I mean, what in the fuck? That guy probably gets paid 35 bucks a fucking hour, right? Full benefit pack. Someone would probably love to have that fucking job right oh, now. Yeah. And John's acting like it's fucking beneath him. So was there any certainty after that call that you're going to no, get? Sir, no, no, none at all. So I'm actually going. It's it's only one block from my building. Oh, my God. It's not even a hard walk for them. One block. It's actually my address is South Main Street. Their address is North Main Street. It's across the fucking bridge. So I'm going there tomorrow <laughs> and making sure that my fucking shit is coming. And I hope to run across John, maybe, Rufus. Is there a troll living under that bridge that makes it hard to, to to trespass over it? Like, why could they not just walk a block over and give you your fucking mail? Dude, it's not like I'm in the middle of nowhere. There's houses and buildings on both sides of me. Go there and ask for John. 
I thought about that too. I about, thought about saying, "All right, John, I'm going to come down there and fucking find you and kick your fucking ass in." You should. Like, so you're going to mail us some anthrax. I would say I'll be the guy wearing the winter coat. Coming <laughs> <laughs> in would be wearing a fucking winter coat. It might scare John a little bit. That's true. That's true. I might just start hanging out out back at the fucking post office and start asking questions about John. You should. Hey, you know, which guy's John? What do you think you think I would go to jail if I did that? Probably not. No, no. There's nothing jail Oh, you know what we should do? I should start acting like a private eye and like put on a fucking like a sport coat and or dress up like an undercover like a cop, like a detective. And go over and start asking people about questions that are people that are just standing there. Like, yeah, uh, can you tell me about Paul over here a little bit and start writing stuff down in a notebook? A little flip notebook from your pocket. Hmm. (laughs) Exactly. exactly. I was actually (laughs) licking the pen myself to make sure I get it down. I wonder how you can really freak some fucking people out by doing that. Yeah, especially post office people. Dude. Post office, I, I, I used to be working a mail room, and I had to go pick up the mail twice a day from the post office. I got to know people at the post office from behind the post office. Uh-huh. Behind the post office, we go into the, the machinery of It's all the same type of people who work at sub shops and pizza shops and drive delivery. It's all stoners and people with track records and stories they – have to tell but don't want to tell. Yeah, you can say the seedy part of the population works at the USPS. Is that what you're saying? Yes, this is exactly why George Costanza didn't want to get a civil servant job on Seinfeld. It's because anybody can get it. And I'll tell you what, you meet some people in the belly of the post office, you know it. And they're good people, but they're uh, they're different. You know. They're just brought up different. They're the type of guys who ride their bike drunk and then fall off and smash their face on a curb. You know, like Stan from like Stan, the guy that used to play bass with us. Yes. Well, I think that John, to me, sounded like he was probably coming off a three-day heroin bender. Would be my guess, and he was starting to feel some regret and a little bit of withdrawal. It was three thirty. I could see if it was five till five, right? I didn't wait till five o'clock to fucking call. No, it's fucking. I can't even see it then. If you're on the clock, I'm, I'm actually madder that they just decided to stop delivering my fucking mail for no reason. None at all. Maybe it was John's idea to begin with. I know. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, well, I have to go down there now because I know that John is probably going to start doing rude things to my fucking mail or something. I guarantee you every piece of mail you get from now on will have touched his balls. <laughs> that's what I'm afraid of. That's exactly what I'm afraid of. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll let you know if I start getting mail and it's got brown stains on it. I would shine a black light in your mailbox before you get your mail out. <laughs> I don't think I want to do that ever, to be honest with you. <laughs> I, you know, it's kind of a funny thing to you grab a bunch of mail and just shine black lights on it and see what the fuck is on it. Oh. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure there's so many loogies. Oh, oh, God. You know what you should do? You should do that with your wife with your cans of beer. <laughs> oh, I, I, I think that your wife like rinses off the can, and I told you that my grandpa owned that mm. fucking beer distributorship, beer and wine distributorship, 
And they did. They used. They pissed on the fucking cans. They walked on them. They did all kinds of shit to them. We do. Like, you know, if we get a case or whatever, like where the handle is and there's a hole, all yeah. those beers around that hole uh, get washed. Not the rest of the case, though? Well, they're buried. Those are their deep well, in yeah. there. When they're put together, they're not buried. By the time it reaches us, it, all that shit's died off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same thing they said about coronavirus and bat, bat soup. Just bring it to a boil. It'll be fine. It'll kill everything if you bring it to a boil. Sure. Note to self, you're not undercooked bat. No. No. So I, I, you, you are going to get the vaccine, or you're not going to get the vaccine. Um, I yeah. Why the fuck wouldn't I get the vaccine? No, I'm just asking if you think the vaccine is safe. I think by the time it rolls around to normal people like us, it's going to be a while. So That's kind of what I, I'm, I'm in the same boat as you. That yeah, yeah. It'll probably be about a year. Well, they're saying by the middle of summer, but I seriously doubt that. Exactly. I mean, let's let all the uh, the TV celebrities get it to show us how safe it is, and all the, the politicians get it. Right. The Kardashians get it. That's when I'll get it. I would like to know. You think Donald Trump's going to get it? He said he was but he has not committed to getting it. I saw that stupid idiot. He, he, this is how I know he didn't really have coronavirus. Because even after getting coronavirus, he's still at events with no fucking mask on. Yeah, because he, he thinks he's immune from it. He even said that. He's got immunity now. Let okay. him get it and fucking die from it already. You know what? I have never felt less fucking empathy for a person in my entire life than I do for fucking Donald Trump. I find myself in the same boat as you sometimes go, God, I almost feel sorry for that guy. Then I'm like, what? How, how can I do that? How can I feel sorry for that fucking guy? I think he's going to be one of these guys who lives on for fucking ever. I don't mean that literally, but he'll be in his 90s. He'll be in his 90s. I, I guarantee it. he'll make it to his 90s. And the, the more hateful, the more fucking despicable the person, the longer they fucking live. Right, right. They got I mean, a brimstone. How is he fucking still alive? I don't think he's I, I mean, yeah, this, this is Wednesday night show, so it's about politics, where Mitch McConnell had a less than 18% approval rating in the state of Kentucky, but he got fucking reelected by 57%. Huh? Well, guess how? Gerrymandering. That's the only reason uh, he's in fucking power is because of gerrymandering. Otherwise, he would have been voted out. How fucked up shit, is that? Shit is just so... We, you know it, what? Like what happened was that we just let the fucking government do the government thing, right? Like, And I, by government, I don't mean your fucking workers at the post office or at the fucking CIA or whatever. I mean, like, the politicians in government... <laughs> And just started writing their own rules a long time ago, and no one was fucking any smarter, and they go and they pass these fucking bills and stuff, and you don't have any fucking idea, because you're too busy trying to make a fucking buck. You know what I mean? And they're like, they all benefit them. Healthcare for fucking life? Fuck you! Fuck you! I can't get healthcare for life. You quit a fucking job that gives you healthcare? They're like, okay, Rufus, well, you put in your time here. We appreciate it. You can serve two years in the fucking, in the government, and get fucking health care for life for your extended family. Uh, uh, what is up with that? That makes me want to run for office. Yeah. And why wouldn't it? 
And you think if you got an office, you'd ever want to leave? I mean, they get like no. 16 weeks of vacation a year. Oh, yeah. Okay. They get 16 weeks of vacation a year, and they take 51. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, Rufus. So, I mean, how despicable, I tell you. And I saw that they have counted up how many how many rounds of golf do you think Trump played while he was in office? This fucking number oh, to me was staggering. Not not rounds, holes. Holes of golf. Holes of golf? Yeah. Well, I can't do that kind of math. But I guarantee you, he, he played at least, I'm going to guess, if I had to break it down by, like, days per week, between two and five days per week. Well, I don't know how many days a week, but I'm sure it was at least one or two days a week. 2,000 holes of golf he played. That's 100 rounds of golf, which is, yeah, once he had to play more than that. It has to be more than that. This must have been an underestimate. Maybe it was 3,000 holes of golf. But that's 100 times. 2,000 divided by 18 holes, right? Right, yes. Divided by 18, that's that's, 100. 100. Yeah. It has to be more than that. That might have been this year. You know what? Yeah, I was going to say, that seems low. That seems low to me. It does to me too. And now, did you see that they don't even want him? They don't. The people that live next door to him in Florida don't want him to live there. They wrote a letter to him and to the city requesting that Donald Trump not be able to move in to Mar-a-Lago because when he made Mar-a-Lago a pub, a, a private uh, course or whatever, like a club, he told them mm-hmm. that no one could ever live there. And now they're like, well, we don't want him to live there. Then we want him to make good to his word that he wrote in 1993. And he can't live there. Uh, Trump has no word. You're right. He doesn't. I mean, he really, if there has ever been a person in the world that you basically, whatever they say, you just know that it's a lie and and do the opposite, it's him. Do you think he has a firm or a limp handshake? I got to guarantee you it's firm because as a con man, He's like, yeah, people trust a firm handshake. You know what I mean? It's all fucking snake oil for him. Right? He's got right. use car salesman handshake. Yep, give you a hard fucking handshake with a pump. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And then be like, yeah, I'm about to fuck you over, buddy. And the tight grip on the shoulder with the other hand. There you go, yeah. He's gripping, and then he tries to put you down by his penis. Oh, oh wait, that's only chicks. Never mind. <laughs> or is it? <laughs> no, you don't probably know. not. Probably not. I mean, I guarantee he's had gay sex. He's just such a weirdo. You know he has had gay sex. Uh, I'm sure. I'm just, you know what, I'm putting, so as of today, you can go ahead and say it was been said by many people that uh, Donald Trump has gay sex. And We are a, a valid source of this. I mean, we talk politics. Very valid is no way in. I can cite, you know what, why don't you write up no way in. And I'll fucking cite it. I'll cite you as a source, and we're fucking, at least we've done that much. They don't even do that much. No, of course not. They, they, the source they cite is them. He, the Fox News, what is Fox News going to do now? I guess Trump's talking about having his own uh, news thing, but there's Trump TV. No, I do it. You might no. as well just sell it short right now. It's going to fail, first of all, because he will have something to do with it. You know what, though? What's CNN going to do? Like, what is any news source going to do now? Because the madness Probably that was Trump gave everyone a boost. Regular fucking news, I would hope. 
Yeah, but ratings are going to fucking... fucking I, you know what? I would rather not wake up to a fucking stomachache every day going, what is this... What do you think the coup d'etat... We got two minutes left. The coup, what is the biggest fucking stupid thing that Donald Trump's going to do before he leaves office in the next fucking 36 days? Uh, I would say probably launch some sort of strike against Iran. That's probably a pretty good fucking guess. Now, do you think he'll do stuff like he said, like he's going to declassify UFO shit? Just to fucking throw a monkey wrench in the the world? No. You know? No. You hope that he does as a as a UFO file yourself? Do you hope that he does? No, because I know that anything he divulges will only be half the story. Because they won't give him Just, No, of course they they know presidents come and go. They don't get the full story. Do you think, though, if you found out, okay, say you get the story, this is probably what you're thinking of because you're a UFO guy, is that, of course, they would never give the, the whole story, but what if they did give the whole story and there was no fucking real story? They're like, yeah, no, we haven't really stumbled across anything. There's a few things that we think are from outer space, but we're not sure. Would you if be that was the actual, I, No, no, I, I would totally buy it. I'd be like, okay, if it was legit. And that was the real fucking story. That's just the way it fucking is, you know? But, yeah, so that would crush a lot of people's fucking... <laughs> well, I imagine what it would do to a lot of fucking people who would be like, oh, no. Now what? Now where does our conspiracy go? It would kill a, a book industry, that's for sure. <laughs> All right, Rufus. Well, thanks for joining me on the Happy Stuff Happy Half Hour here tonight, uh, December 17th. I'm not sure... I'm going to hit the spell button, Rufus, and try to get it right. God damn it. All right. Friday night show. Love you, brother. We'll talk Friday. Rush. Thanks for listening to Hypersoft Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus. Hold on. Hakka salaka lamb.